Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who am I talking to currently? Hey, Brian, this is Justin from Iowa. It's funny how it had said your it spelled your last name wrong here, but I knew it was you anyway because uh it, it Oh, my name was on your caller ID. So it's funny because they do call note they do an auto screener. I don't know who or what uh, uh, I don't know how it works because I don't call the show, but it says, hi, this is Justin right. Connor and I'm calling, <laughs> it says, Hey, this is Justin <laughs> Connor and I'm calling about easy. So you're calling about easy. What? The word. Oh, yeah, I, that's what it, it didn't says. like, it didn't ask me to say my name or anything. It just said, Hey, thanks for calling. Wait for the beep. <laughs> so I don't know where that yeah, message came from. <laughs> it's possible that. So I don't generally run the call queue. So it's possible that Brett had you on auto screen and uh, it has the last time you're on the air. So this is probably from uh, September 19th, 2021. So if you can remember what you were calling in about on September 19th, 2021, <laughs> then we'll be able to solve this yeah. problem. Shouldn't be a huge deal. Yeah, we at can. All. We can re recap my, my call from 11 months ago, just for folks who maybe weren't <laughs> listening to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's from Rock Card Caucus, a uh, uh, podcast mm -hmm. about Iowa and politics, the kind that you people like, you know, and me. I don't yeah, know why yeah. I just said you people. You want to hear something funny, Justin? I'm going to bring up. I'm just going to talk about this now. And uh, if the person's yeah. listening, uh, I'm sorry that... I've been thinking about your comment all day. So I'm just going to talk about it on the show right now. And if you feel like I'm being mean, whatever. I don't fucking care. Uh, I thought you were mean. A uh, guy got mad at me uh, last night because I said I like the sports talk radio callers because they're mean. And they give me feelings like I used to get when I listened to Opie and Anthony. And the guy said... Mm -hmm. uh, you guys said, why don't you cover more positive people? It, it makes it seem like you align with their values when you cover guys like that. And I'm like, I don't think you, I don't think you know what I do. Like, <laughs> like you might not, you might just not like what I do. I think. Yeah, I, I, that, that would be a much less interesting podcast, I would think. Like, if you just talk about stuff you like and just say what you like about it, it's more oh, entertaining yeah. to be mean, I think. Fuck yeah, that's the the whole reason to do Shocktober and March Madness and any of those podcasts I've done uh, about awful people is basically that is that it's more fun to be mean and you got to find the right people to be mean to. You can't just be mean. Out of, yeah. You need you know. a worthy target. Of course. Yeah. Even I've always felt that way. Like with the M and M stuff back in the day, it was always kind of like, uh, you know, people are always like, Oh, you, you know, obviously I feel that you have to punch up too. not a guy that says, oh, punch up, uh, uh, you can't punch down, you can't punch down. But I did always feel like with Eminem, it was like, it was like kind of punching down. But like, yeah, I also felt like it was going after people that didn't have the ability to defend themselves from them either. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was so much, yeah. it was so 
boring to me in that like fine if you're gonna be a bully be a fucking bully but like go after at least somebody that's gonna be able to say something back to you it used to drive me fucking crazy yeah i mean not not to defend eminem too much but uh he he was sort of criticizing like the industry he was a part of at least a little bit i mean he said like slurs and stuff <laughs> but but he also it sucks i don't know he was trying to be edgy and transgressive it made sense at the time it i hate to say it i just i i just feel like like you think about a guy like you think about a guy like uh, uh who did he go after right like moby it's like come on dude yeah yeah Mo I could make fun of Moby like with Z like anybody. I, I, you gotta like make fun of somebody that you wouldn't make fun of to their face. If your thing is going to be, I make fun of people. I think that's where I'm at. Right? Like if I'm a, okay, fine. I'm a fucking bully. I'm a rapper and I'm a bully. Wouldn't that be funny if I just released a rap album actually? Oh, that'd be so <laughs> but, funny and good. <laughs> But it would be like, I'm a rapper, I'm a fucking bully. I would at least, here's what I would do. And because I come from a long line of people like this, I was like this as a child, teenager, uh, young adult. Uh, I would pick fights with people that could beat me up but couldn't get their hands on me. That, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the thinking man's bullying right there. <laughs> it's sort of like a Bugs Bunny kind of thing like you're yes. you're teasing the hunter and the hunter can never catch you yes yes just whether it's through polit like sheer politics like in high school it was just like you know how it's sort of a caste system in in high school where it's like uh you know certain people you just can't touch and even if you could beat them up if if you beat them up your life would be harder uh so mm -hmm. you know i've always been very open about you know i was kind of an asshole when I was in uh, high school and in my twenties, but I never picked on a smaller person. I always picked on somebody that could punch my lights out if they wanted to, if, if, and I did, I got beat up. I've told the story where I called the guy's shoes, Bobo shoes. And he fucking just, he fucking <laughs> nailed me like three times. And I was just like, Oh shit. So then like a day later, my other friend was like, I'm going to beat his ass for you. So he goes to beat him up. He beats that guy up too. So then a third person had to fight him before he barely got a, a, a win in. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, man, we shouldn't have fucked with this kid. This kid was not a nerd, actually. He was kind of tough. We should have hung out with him all the time. Yeah, I, the, I was, the guy with the, I, I just, the Bobo shoes, he was tough, or or you are tough? Oh, my God, Brian he was tough. so tough, dude. He beat up okay, four okay. people that I knew. Four fucking people. Then he brought his brother over. He beat up some people. And I was just like, I was, I, I at the time, I was like, I first of all, I, I, I knew I shouldn't have fucked with him, and I deserved it so much. You Like, you know also when you're picking on people that that you kind of deserve it unless it's like the kind of thing where you're picking on people that you're friends with because you know everybody does that you know busting beans with your right. friends but like uh you know you can always get your lights punched out and 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 you know it's truly one of the the great joys of my life 
even to this day, seeing somebody who deserves it get get their head punched in. You know what I mean? Like I, I think that's why I watch yeah, wrestling. Yeah, there's, there's some joy in that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I watch wrestling. Right? Is because the bad guy always gets his head punched in or kicked in or, or or slammed in that is like i think there is a really big like need in my life to see and and maybe it's because i used to be the bad guy uh and maybe still am i don't fucking know you know what you, you I, I always think about the world uh i always think about the world where it's like i don't know if i'm a good guy we don't know i feel like we're on the right side but like in the grand scheme of things you know James Franco's making a yeah, I think Astro it's a- movie, and that's very offensive <laughs> to everybody. So, yeah. Oh, I think it's important to do some self evaluation from time to time, and and sort of weigh your uh, weigh your actions against your principles, stuff like that. Yeah, I do think we're You're on the right uh, side. I, it would be dumb to say we're. I I, I wouldn't be on this side if I didn't think we we're on the right side. And when you think about like when you think about the people that that are on the other side it's like well there's there's just no fucking way those people aren't the villains like there's it seems pretty obvious from our perspective yeah but dude could you look yourself in the mirror really if you were a trump guy and really like how do you make yourself the good guy in the world right like so Okay, here's the thing that they're fighting for that regular people might agree with them on, right? Is is whatever they consider free speech and whatever cancel culture is. But in the end, mm-hmm. yeah. They're like fighting for the right to use like slurs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like even in the that's, thing where that's what like, it boils down to, a, yeah. Yeah, because I'm a free speech guy too. I do truly believe that everybody should be allowed to say anything they want to say. And that goes that what comes with the territory of saying controversial things is that people are going to be like, I don't like that. And uh, I don't understand why that's framed as like a, a bad thing. You know what I mean? But like, I really am. I, I just, I talked to like my father-in-law, dude. And he's like, you know, he's using the N word. He's, he's doomsday prepping and trying to give stuff to oh boy. my wife that we just end up taking home and throwing in the trash. But, uh, he's trying to give my wife a bunch of stuff for doomsday prepping. And we're kind of sitting there talking about it. And, and we're just like, he's fucking prepping. Yes. But he fucking isn't doing it to help people if the shit goes down if there's any kind of no like it's food to, instability to in the world himself. yes yes he will fu- he has a gun so he can <laughs> kill you if you try to eat some of his beans so, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> these beans are to prolong my guy. own life that's all yeah 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 it's crazy <laughs> i just i i try to put myself in like Doomsday preppers aren't even like they're sub. I feel like they're like even more evil than just the average MAGA guy in a way, because I think, and maybe I'm reading too much into the average MAGA guy might like actually share stuff with you. If the shit went down, like might work with you. If there may be some some idea of community. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the pepper just, mentality is like I'm I'm gonna be one of the last few remaining people, which means they're willing to probably kill or at least watch other people starve in the wasteland, you know? <laughs> yeah, me and my wife are always just like I mean, honestly, if if it really does happen, if they're right about how this happens i just want to die like right at the beginning of it you know what i mean you watch the walking dead and it's like i just wish i was one of the zombies in the first episode like we're right there in the first episode <laughs> and i'm a fucking zombie and i'm like well i you know i lived it up you know what i mean i don't think so i don't yeah i, I haven't fa figured this out yet i've never asked this question of anybody but uh i don't i don't know but i don't think it hurts to be a zombie i don't think it's like a painful thing so you know i, I don't yeah. think you're conscious of it yeah you just like you're it's like your flesh is reanimated but i don't think you your soul has probably exited the vessel right <laughs> right and that's what i'm saying i fucking totally wish that i could just I, I really wish I could just be a zombie. I just, and, and that's Doug CL in the chat's like, if we ever get to that point, I can't take a crap in a working toilet anymore. I'm checking out. Exactly. If I got a shit and it doesn't go into water, I'm fucking done, dude. If I got to smell my human shit, like more than I do now, you know, because once it gets in the water, it, it's less bad. If it got really bad, I just want to get killed, man. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a survivor. Justin is, is what I'm going to say. Yeah. I am a hundred percent, like not a survivor. I'm not a prepper. I live in the fucking city and I do have in my mind, this is something me and Brett have talked about a lot. I do. Cause when we toured a lot, which, you know, now it sounds like that might be coming back. Maybe, you know, I got a TV release date. <laughs> um oh you did sometime i did get a tv release date i don't know if i'm allowed to say it but i am allowed to say okay two months it's within two months from now i think okay well you it's, should you should tell me is, the date justin it's a holiday <laughs> in the fall that a lot of people love and uh that's all i'm gonna say all right don't cool. say it out loud yeah. it's a holiday in the fall that a lot of people love and uh, that's the day the TV comes out. Will not be moved. Will not been definitely. Will not uh, be moved. Let's see. That's going to be probably uh, Labor Day, right? That's the one that we all love. It's a different holiday, holiday that everybody or, oh, oh. loves. It's a it's Columbus Day, right? That's everyone's favorite fall holiday. That's conservatives' favorite holiday, though. They love that day. <laughs> they love that day so much. I like, I'll say this about, I'm glad it's, uh, uh, I'm glad it's, uh, indigenous people's day now. Cause I yeah. absolutely, truly, truly do love, uh, bank holidays where, uh, charges don't go through mm -hmm. that day. That's, that's just real. I'm, I'm, those are gone now. Largely, I've had charges go through on Saturday and Sunday. Now it's a fucking ripoff. It's bullshit. You used to get like Saturday and Sunday were like free days. And then if you had a holiday Monday, that was also a free day. It just gave you time to like yeah, work got some time your, to breathe. 
stuff uh yeah it got time to breathe you got a little check time uh somebody in the chat asked tv release date yes there is a tv show on means tv and uh it's called street fight tv and uh it is all the way filmed and done and it will be out so uh i hope everybody uh is excited for that uh i haven't seen it uh was asked if i wanted to watch it and said no um because <laughs> i don't want to see it i just I just don't ever want to see I the first time uh the first time we ever did anything um the first time we ever did anything like super on a high on a large scale was uh 2016 we did a live show with Chapo at a place called Everybody Hits during the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia and uh, we filmed it to put out and sell on Vimeo. Might even still be out there. Don't watch it. I, I'd prefer it if you didn't. Uh, we put it out there to sell. Uh, I got it and I watched it and I hated it and I was miserable and I ate shit at the show and it was uh, uh, just I I just I I don't want to turn a thing that I felt like was quite an accomplishment and uh uh really really like making the tv show i felt accomplished when it was done i think it's very funny i the concepts are very funny uh nick is really good at shooting stuff and uh all that stuff right like i feel accomplished and i don't want to watch it and be like that's not fun i hate this i'd rather just let everybody else tell me it's funny or not funny and then yeah i'll, uh, I'll deal with the fallout after that you know um well you're you're very self-critical right more than ever jb in the chat says why <laughs> did you guys hate that so much when you make a tv show uh you have to do the same thing over and over again a lot and it fucking sucks <laughs> and it's not fun and then you gotta like act like you're having fun for parts of it or other parts where you don't act like it but you know what i mean where it's like it's just is it's a lot of repetition i'm sure that's what it's like making an album too uh is my guess you know you got to keep recording the same thing over and over and over again yeah um, most most kinds of music it's like that yeah you gotta yeah except for you jazz. Gotta i know you're a jazz yeah. yeah i know you're a jazz <laughs> guy so you don't have to do that oh i don't have to do i do i do kind of the i do kind of like the the podcasting of music where it's like I don't want to waste time. Just like record an hour of whatever. And that's the music, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like that way of doing it more. I mean, I, I what do you think of like, what is your opinion on the Mars Volta? Like, is that, you think how they do it? Or do you think those songs are written? I, I bet they do both. Like, I'm sure they have some stuff that's, like, super meticulously composed, and then I'm sure they have some stuff that they just, like, riff in the moment. Mars Volta got to be the last time I liked the song more than three minutes long, I would guess. <laughs> there was this little period of I never, time. I've never gotten super into them, but I've liked the little bits that I've heard. Oh, you should check out, and, and people in the chat and other places are probably going to scream at me currently, or right now, uh, Francis the Mute which I find to be just a truly great album. I, I really like it. So I would check mm -hmm. that out. Um, but yeah, I got really into, 
I got really into the Mars Volta and I got really into Coheed and Cambria for a couple years there mm -hmm. where I was just like, make the songs long, brother. You know, go as long as you can. Yeah. You want to yeah. do nine minutes? You want to do 22 minutes? But there's a song on Francis the Mute that I think is 36 minutes where it's like, you want to do that? Go for it, man. I ain't going anywhere. But now I always feel like I'm going somewhere. So I like them three minute <laughs> pop song. JC in the yeah, chat. That's, that's the kind of I saw guy. them. Oh, God. Now if people are bringing up Dope Smoker. Uh, I tried. Oh, yeah. yeah I fucking yeah. tried so hard. I really do. There's a metal podcast we did. I think even Riley Gale, when he was on the show, brought it up. And yeah. I, I, I don't fucking tell you. That's a tough one. Tough one. <laughs> and D Laust in the Comatorium is super great. I had, I'll, I'll tell you a story about that real quick. Uh, I bought D Laust in the Comatorium on vinyl. Uh, I got the pre-sale. It was like 35 bucks or something. It was silver vinyl. Uh, it came with a book that didn't get to you until like later, you know? And uh, I got it. I had it all this. And then I was just like, I don't give a fucking rat's ass about records. I'm serious too. I have a record player and a shitload of records. And now I just have Legos on top of the record player. I don't <laughs> ever play records. Um. But like I bought it and my buddy came over and he's like looking through my records and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can have whichever ones you want. And he took that motherfucker and it was like he took that thing and then told me a couple years later it's worth like six hundred dollars or some shit. And I'm like, God damn it. That is how bad with money I am is that even when I do have something that I actually like that is actually worth money, I just give it to a guy. And now this guy a good friend of mine uh this fucking guy constantly so funny is like you can have it back and he's got this, which i can't do that you know what I mean? like, I, and this guy has money like this this is maybe the friend of mine that has the most money uh they go on you know pretty they they went to like a big vacation in some place that rich people go and stuff like that i just i can't yeah. take the record back even if he he has offered it well you should uh go ahead you should just steal it back like even though no. he's offered it to you you should take the opportunity to sneak into his home and steal it back <laughs> i just i can't I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. Psychic Gasoline said I had a friend steal 5,000 magic cards from me and a Sega. I had a friend growing up that would steal our fucking Nintendo all the time. Then my parents would go buy a new one and they fucking steal it again. Actually, it only happened once because my parents are like, fuck it, it got okay. stolen. You know what I mean? We ain't buying you another one. Um, yeah, like the, like the console. Not like a game, but like yeah. the whole thing. Super Nintendo, or no, Nintendo, the 8-bit. And the Super Nintendo was coming out like uh -huh. the following year. And we knew the fucking guy that stole it too. But you know what? He fucking, the day he did it, he broke into a, oh, this motherfucker. This makes me mad to this day. This son of a bitch broke into a bunch of houses that day, ended up getting caught. And then I never got my Nintendo back. Cause I couldn't whip, we couldn't go find him and whip his ass. Cause he was in fucking jail 
and then on house arrest for like a yeah. year. So it was like, we're not, we're never getting it back. <laughs> that motherfucker got out of jail. He got out of DH, like, <laughs> which is what we call kid jail. He got out and we were friends with him right away. Uh-huh. Just back friends with him again. Like, let's go steal some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Cause he's, he's super cool now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he had a big head, and all the kids at uh, uh, DH called him Lord Helmet, which we always thought was really funny. Uh, and he stole my <laughs> Nintendo, so I was allowed to be mean to him. And I was glad the kids at DH were mean to him until <laughs> he got out. And then I was like, yeah, oh, hey, yeah. buddy. He's the funniest story ever with that kid that, that fucking murdered me is that uh, his mom took him. His mom took him shopping for school shoes. And uh, I know a lot of my picking on people stuff comes around to sounding <laughs> like it was about shoes, but it was a lot of it was we we made fun of people's <laughs> shoes. That was part of Groveport, Ohio. Uh, he got these shoot these L.A. gears that said MJ on the tongue, and was like bragging because he got Jordans, but he wasn't allowed to wear them until the first day of school. Uh, and then I think he started to figure out like, wait, LA gears, not Jordans. I think they're, they're magic Johnson's. And so he's just like, he's telling us like, he's got these shoes first day of school. We get to school. He fucking, he shows us the shoes. Like he's showing off. They're fucking Michael Jackson's. And it was the oh, funniest wow. fucking thing. It, Cause it had <laughs> the, the foot doing like the moonwalk thing on it. So yeah. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we made fun of him forever. For and fucking Michael ever. Jackson was like that was like the the peak of Michael Jackson, right? He was super cool at the time, right? Late. It was a little bit late. On like me and my friends hated <laughs> Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Uh had a bunch yeah. of songs. Was this, was this that pre or post the uh, legal troubles? I don't see people didn't really the legal trouble thing was not a big story. I mean, okay. So it was a big story, really? but it felt like like it felt like many years later before it actually became something that people okay. talked about. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, when I was felt- a kid, when I was a kid, he was like Michael Jackson was like a pedophile joke more than he was like a pop star. We didn't really know his music. We just like made jokes about him being a pedophile. See I mean, yes. Well, you know what? What what you did? You called him gay when I was growing up. That was the whole big thing. It's sure. like if yeah. you called somebody yeah. Michael Jackson, yeah. you were sort of uh, calling them gay or whatever. Um, I just found the shoes he had, and they're fucking selling for three hundred and fifty nine ninety nine on eBay. <laughs> he, he comes out on top. He gets the last laugh. <laughs> Well, he's dead. So, ha, I got the last laugh. Oh, well, um, I guess, yeah, I guess you came out on top. <laughs> I guess I fucking won. Ha. Um, uh, but yeah, when I was growing up, it was like, you would say somebody like Michael Jackson, I, I think it was a way of calling them gay, but it, it also was like, I, I, you know, I, I was like a kid when, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Like all that stuff started happening when I was in like the seventh or eighth grade. So, mm-hmm. you know, just Michael Jackson was so uncool to me. The only thing that ever really grabbed me with Michael Jackson was the uh, 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 game 
where Smooth Criminal played. Uh, oh, Moonwalker. Moon yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what yep. a game. What a fucking game. They need to remake that. Uh, I don't think they will because of the, as you called them, the legal troubles. <laughs> he's he's a bit of a pariah now. <laughs> but that Finding Neverland documentary, which came out after his death, was really, I feel, the first time uh, we kind of took it seriously in the world. The, the Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I mean, his music is still played all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, every time we get together with all of our friends, that it is it's fucking nuts how many people are into uh uh are into that. Like they play just mm -hmm. Michael Jackson all day and all fucking night and it's just like once you've heard, like I don't know. I I complain about this all the time on the show. I just feel like there's an amount of times you can hear a song before yeah, I just can't. I I'll never like it. I'm never gonna like it again. Yeah, um, yeah. I just don't think. There, I think there there's two there's two kinds of people on on that like thought. Like some people only want to hear a certain amount of songs in their life over and over, and then some people, you know, like you, only want to hear a certain song a certain number of times. Well, I think that like if you listen to a classic rock station, you know, you're going to hear the same 10 songs for the rest of your life. I think that what bugs me the most about like hearing songs over and over and over again is like there gets to be a point where I've heard it so many times. And then I have to say all I could think in my fucking head is. Who wants to hear this? Why do you need to fucking yeah. hear Panama? Why do you need to hear that fucking song? <laughs> I hear Panama all day and all night in my fucking head. I, if I want to fucking get right. the vibes of Panama by Van Halen, I can think that in my own head. I can right. think Panama. I don't need to hear it. Yeah, and it'll have the same, the same endorphin release. Like, there's got to be some diminishing returns on that eventually, right? Right. I've talked about the guy that on Facebook, before I deleted my Facebook, the guy that would post, he would, I think, get drunk and post music videos all night. You know what I mean? So this guy would yeah. get drunk and he'd post fucking YouTube videos all night and he would post fucking Inter Sandman, Baby Got Back, Even Flow, like, <laughs> stuff like that where it's like, dude. What are you doing? Why are you posting that? Like, what are, are you trying to turn somebody on to a song? Are you trying to, for lack of a better term, virtue signal what you like? Because what you like sucks. <laughs> it's too much, dude. Yeah, it's classic rock virtue songs. signaling. That's, what a concept. <laughs> it's my new thing now. It is my new thing because I do it too, where it's like, uh, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, I like I, I do the thing with the virtue signaling where I say like I'm uh, more of like a David Bowie Velvet Underground guy than a, a Led Zeppelin um, guy. You know what I mean? So that people are like, oh, he likes the more artsy stuff. Actually, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the more like the theater dad rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I like like um, uh, yeah, I. I mean, I like 
like garage rock and a few other, like there was a bunch of stuff where it's like i try to say the things that i try to say the things i like so it points people into the direction of what's the maximum amount of cool i can look liking this so like when i say i like sticky fingers and let it when i say my favorite rolling stone song is dead flowers makes me feel like people are like damn that guy's fucking kind of cool he's like a rogue you know? <laughs> he's a, yeah a little mysterious over there <laughs> yeah yeah but like i yeah and and like i do i do like like blue reed and velvet underground and stuff like that more than i like like the other stuff but that's still all like a piece of the classic rock canon that it, it, you know honestly <laughs> the stuff i've most enjoyed in my life the the sort of the, the sort of music that the older music that I've most enjoyed in my life is like when you listen to like a nuggets compilation and you hear like these fucking garage rock songs that were like number one for like one week in 1967. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones I love. I fucking love that shit. So, um, yeah. And when, and when you tell people that it's like obscure enough that, that you seem cool, but it's like, something that they maybe are at least aware of so it's not like completely alienating i yeah i because i do hate that too i hate it when you're like in a group of people and you're like uh hey uh what movie what movies do you like and then like we're all naming movies and then some dude has to like like i know you like a mainstream movie you know what i mean like i know right yeah that I, I know you can this is a conversation okay and that's the way I think that's the way I always think I was like you know I don't name the more arcane and obscure stuff that I like because I'm in a conversation with people and what are they supposed to say oh okay yeah <laughs> like, yeah you want to connect connect with say. the people that you're speaking with on some level <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, Justin, tell people where to find you. Sure. So uh, Brian mentioned earlier that I, I have a podcast called Rock Hard Caucus with my friends. Uh, we talk about the news, politics, and culture of the state of Iowa. So if that is of any interest to you, you can find us online. Again, it's Rock Hard Caucus. And uh, like before I go, I was, Brian, I want to tell you you're doing a Good job uh, taking these calls all by yourself. Don't beat yourself up too much. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I might have a, a co-host next week. <laughs> who knows? If Brett's here next week, I might have Brett. Yeah. But uh, who knows what's next week? We only are, are, we're only operating minute by minute currently. Um, all right, Justin. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> all right. See ya. Peace.